Shabbat Shalom. Something that has been uh, in the news in, in my internet bubble uh, for months and months and months is the uh, crisis of rabbinic leadership in the, in the Jewish world. Raise your hand if this, you've heard of this too. <laughs> yeah, there's three of you and two of you are rabbis, but that's cool. Um, so, and one is hiring rabbis. So the, the easiest sort of stat to show this is that there were, I think last year, something like 85 synagogues looking for rabbis and 34 rabbis, some, as I get that number right, looking for jobs. And rabbinical school classes are shrinking. Uh, and, and so, first of all, Emma, where'd you go? You've got to go to college first, but then rabbinical school, right? Okay. Um, you think I'm kidding. I'm not. Uh, and, and we can talk a lot about the sort of why of what, what's going on in the rabbinate, but the question that is on many people's minds is, is this, is this about something about spiritual leadership or is it something indicative about the Jewish community as a whole? And, and are we in trouble? And there's actually, I think, an answer to the problem as well as perhaps the solution that's embedded in the Parsha that we read this morning. So at the beginning of the Parsha, or sorry, excuse me, at the end of the Parsha, when Moshe finishes his poem, he says to the people that they should simu levavchem. That he says you should simu simu um, What does that mean in Hebrew? Simule means to pay attention, right? That you should place your heart on these words. And the rabbis wonder, why are we saying to put your heart on these words? And it takes just a second to sort of explain what's going on for them. But Rashi says, well, it means you have to engage your whole body in doing whatever it is that the Torah is asking you to do, which makes sense to us, right? The Torah has all kinds of rules and rituals that involve our bodies, things you have to do. You know, you've got you've to shake the lulav. You have to go certain places, eat certain things, not eat other things. It's about all of us. It might be that. It might be, says Rabbeinu Bachia, that it is about, he points out that it says, sim chem, in this weird plural of your hearts. What does it mean, your hearts? Well, we've got two kinds of hearts. One that wants to do good, and one that wants us to do bad. And the point of the, the um, poem here is that it is a testament to both the heart that wants to do good as well as the heart that wants to do bad. But Rashi continues, and he's sorry, I'm feeling very constrained today. Excuse me. And uh, you, Cameron, you got to follow me. All right, let's go. So Rashi continues, and he says, Ken is like, what are you doing? They're not going to be able to see you. Um, all right, you got me? We're good? Okay, whenever. Um, Rashi continues, and he says what I think is fascinating. He points to one of the other places where this phrase of place your heart to attend to my words is written. And it's written about the construction of the Mishkan. The Mishkan, right, the temple, the giant structure that lived, that was in Jerusalem that we went to pray to. 
and he, what is so fascinating to me, he says, of course that takes your whole body, right? And you've got to listen to it, but that's the easy one. Why is building the Mishkan the easy one? Because you can actually see what you're doing. There's blueprints. You know what it looks like. You know what it should look like as you're building something. You can sort of see like, oh yeah, cool. The rocks are going over here and the thing's building there. And then the door is going to go there and the stairs are going to go there. It makes sense to us. It is much harder, says Rashi Gavachomer, when we are building our religion today, after the destruction of that temple, when we don't go there anymore, where we are building what Rashi, quoting the Talmud, calls Harin Toleb Sa'ara. We are building mountains that are dangling from a thread. Because what we are trying to do in, re- in our religion today, and now I mean by today, 2022 in Pennsylvania, is quite difficult. We are building what can feel like mountains hanging by a thread because there is a lot that is asked of us. There is a lot that we have to do. And today, we sort of know we don't have to. This is for people who were in my class over the summer. We already quoted this from Mordechai Kaplan, who says, people don't, aren't going to want to be Jews anymore because the only two reasons that anyone ever wanted to be Jewish was they thought they would go straight to, there we go. Thanks, guys in the back. Amelia, I like, thank you. Arcator, okay. Thank you. Um, no, you didn't say it. No, yeah, all right. Sorry. Um, they thought they would go to heaven or because they had no choice because of the anti-Semitism that was all around them that would force them to be part of the Jewish people. And since those are gone, says Mordechai Kaplan somewhat naively in the 30s, since those are gone, there's no reason for us to be part of the Jewish people anymore. We're going to have to come up with something new. But truthfully, Moses already knew that. Because it's right after, right the verse after he says, you have to pay attention to this. He says, this is not an empty thing. This Torah that I'm giving you is not empty. And the rabbinic commentary on that teaches us that the, the most special thing in the world about the Torah is that not a letter is superfluous. What is not an empty thing means no matter how far you dig, you can always find meaning. And again, in this, we see some of the difficulty in the project of what we're trying to do here, because we need to think and dig and find meaning in our lives. And that is often difficult to do. It's often difficult to do because we're all quite busy. It's often difficult to do because it's not something that, we, that we're taught to do so much anymore, right? How long is a TikTok video last? I'm like the oldest person in the world now talking about TikTok and I'm looking at you friends. How long, is there a limit to them? What is it? It's okay to know the answer to this or is it gonna like show your parents that you watch TikTok videos so you can't? Three minutes, three minutes and then it's gone, right? You can't find it again. You can't, you can like, it's, you move FYP, you go to the next thing on your page. It's there, we move on. We're not, Netflix is the same way. That one's more my speed, right? Whatever's trending now is gone by next week. 
You can't find it unless you go to the search function and you look. And does anyone actually go to the search function and look enough? Like you're like, don't don't interact with me right now. That's okay. No, you don't. We move on. But the Torah says, Kilo Devareku, and asks us to sit with it and asks us to read it again and again and again and again and tune in in a week when we celebrate the fact that the minute we stop reading the Torah, what do we do? Start all over again and go back to the beginning. The other reason why this is so hard is because there are a lot of reasons for us to be cynical. In our world today, the reasons for us to feel like there isn't hope, like things we do won't matter, like what does it matter anyways, are real and they're prevalent. And Kilojavareku says, again, Rashi, also means this thing that we're doing is about our very lives. And so we have to take it quite seriously. And that can be hard for us. So the Torah is asking us to take our lives seriously. The Torah is asking us to think deep about ourselves and who we are and know that we will always be able to find meaning. And here's the last thing I want to add. Because where do we find that meaning? According to the poem, where is the meaning found? In the Torah. Oh, see, you know, you're going to where I wanted to end with. No, that right. Okay. So the, the meaning is found in the Torah. You read these words. They are not empty. There is meaning to be found in them. And of course, that is something we should do. But where else can meaning be found? Again, I'm re-quoting something I quoted before. But we all have, says the Torah, inside of us, our own Torah. So there's the Torah that's here, and there's the Torah that's inside of us. And that Torah, Kilo Devareku, that Torah that's inside of us is not empty either. And we have to take it quite seriously, and we have to listen to it. And if our heart is telling us something, if our heart has meaning, that is important. And there's a, this debate is actually summed up in two Hasidic rabbis looking for fish one Friday afternoon. So we're told that Rev Pinchas of Koretz was salting his fish for Shabbat, and he had a special way to do it. Reb Pinchas would take his plate of fish, and he'd put it on the counter, and he would take his plate bowl of salt, and he would put it on the shelf above the counter, and he would, excuse me, jump, and he would grab the fish, the salt, and throw it on the fish as he landed. And this was his custom every Friday. Reb Pinchas, of course, would jump and grab it, and he'd throw it on the fish. And that was how he salted his fish. And in one Friday afternoon walks this upstart young kid rabbi. <laughs> He's my hero. Okay, his name is Reb Shalom. And Reb Shalom walks in and he sees Pinchas jumping up and grabbing the salt. And he says, what on earth are you doing? And Reb Pinchas says, this is a reminder to me that God is up here and I have to go up and get God and bring God down into the world. And so I salt my fish to jump up and grab it and throw it down because that's what I have to do to God. And Rav Shalom smiles and he says, um, wherever you are, God is. And wherever I am, God is. You don't have to go get it. And we see in this, I think both rabbis have something. 
There are parts of our life where we have to go and find something and bring it in. And we see something missing and we got to go get it. And we have to pay attention and we have to investigate and we have to search for meaning beyond the three minute TikTok video limit, beyond the first page of the Netflix bar. We have to go and find it. And at the same time, our internal Torah is not empty either. And there are places and moments in our life where it is enough to just say, where I am, God is. And where I am right now, I can and should and will find meaning. And that is the project that we're here to do. It can feel like it's dangling by a thread, but it is not empty. It is quite important. And it's all of our missions. Shabbat Shalom, friends.